Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. You're Abby. Dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill advised. This is ill advised. Hi, Beth. Hello. Hello, and welcome. Welcome to Ill Advice. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. Like your auntie. Okie dokie. Right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? We got each other off guard. Yeah. How am I doing? Yeah. You really want me to answer that? Yeah. Okay, I, let me answer. No, I want you I to am, not. I am a-okay. I want to take these headphones off so fucking bad because Why? other than the regular reason that they drive me your insane, ears. right? Because usually they just hurt our ears. Yeah, I have a cut because I decided I wanted to shave at the speed of light for some reason because I'm like, because <laughs> you were coming here and then I was like thinking that when you got here, we needed to record and there was like 20 minutes until you got here or like a half hour till you got here. And then I was like, but wait, no, she's going to get here with plenty of time for us to kind of unwind and record. And I was like, but I got to go get wine. And I was just, but by the time I thought of all that logic, I'd already cut myself. (laughs) Good Lord. So do you use the same razor on your head as you do your grundle? Yeah. My gooch. Your balls ball adjacent and ball hell yeah i just didn't know it's just got to be a shiny when i'm done (laughs) balls are your head (laughs) what's the difference (laughs) i I think on both well only some people are seeing your head oh just take me for for what it's worth it's face value do you think girls look at bald guys and are like i bet his balls match i don't think so no we don't (laughs) no Oh, right. Can I ask you, do, do you think? <laughs> I don't think we think about balls ever, actually. I yeah. I don't think many people do actually come to think of it. I think the only time I ever think about like any type of hair below the waistline, it's probably because I'm Your so sorry. Hair below no, the it's waistline. a redhead. And I think about that. Do the drapes match the curtain? Exactly. Every time. Yeah. I don't know why. I, oh, it's because of you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm a fucking asshole in high school. That doesn't make you an asshole. The, Did you say it in that way? Yeah. To a redhead. <laughs> I screamed it out loud in the middle of math class. No way. Yes. Oh. Uh, that's awful. Two. There were two redheads. Well, one of them confirmed. One. Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny because at the same time, one said no, one said yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny shit. Anyway, how you doing, Biff? <laughs> Better now, I guess. <laughs> we just had a little discussion about ball sacks. Yeah. The only thing I ever want to do with ball sacks is stretch the skin to see how far I can go. Yeah, I just want to. I just like the feeling of ball sacks. It's almost like those um hand <laughs> distressor things. You're massaging balls right now. Exactly. Oh, the sandbag that, balloon no, things? The that, stress also relievers? Like, yes, the stress, stress relievers, balls. but like also the one that like spins in your hand. Oh, uh, I, don't, I know the Chinese. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. The, the stress balls. balls. Yeah. That must be what like I'm that thinking have, Like they sound like a bell. But I just, every time I see balls, I just want to play with them. <laughs> Can you guys like see Like in a this? non-sexual way. I just want them to see us playing I with just, balls. They We're just teaching, feel teaching people so... how to do it. Well, I guess I got it right. <laughs> 
Like this? <laughs> clockwise, like, counterclockwise? Do, no, you matter? don't actually want to rotate. That's torsion. I, the skin. Oh, the skin? What, you remember that ribbon just, dancer thing they, they sold when we were kids? so like... I dated a guy and I'd like, like fall a, asleep just like playing with his balls because they just felt so... Sorry, like, Pops. Like, <laughs> I'm not naming names here. <laughs> but like, does it feel like a balloon that was inflated and was deflated and still had like that little... It was like that extra give now. It doesn't have... It's not as tight as a regular balloon when you get it out of the package. I guess that is more like those... Like the sand. Yeah. Squishy sand things. Yeah, but not so but squishy. With like, yeah, but yeah. looser. And then you can like hold, like you used to do with my bras. You yep. hold the bra strap and, and just, like, yep. yeah, but you do that with the nut skin and you just let the balls just kind of yeah, like. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Depends on whether he's cold or not. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're really fun to play with anyway. So moving on. <laughs> so, so that's how you are. <laughs> yes. I mean. You're just a flimsy ball I'm bag. Skin of ball sack right now. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Okay. And that, that, let's, you know what? Let's firm up your ball sack Can with we some have wine. wine? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the shit that we should get paid for. Or not. We should get paid or for. Or fired. Or fi- Or we, sh- we will be spokespeople for Amazings. Or is it Adam and Eve? Is that the other adult Adam store? Eve, yeah. Yep. We will spokesperson the fuck out of them. We will also test rub if you make toys. Test rub? Yes. <laughs> do these balls feel like balls? I will let you know. I... Yes, that feels authentic. <laughs> no, that's... This one feel, feels like it was a it was shaved yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of growth. Yeah. A little sandpaper. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going back to the wine now. Please. Okay. <laughs> this week is a 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon from Mendoza, Argentina, called Las Perdices. Viña Las Perdices. The back says, Viña Las Perdices is located in Agrelo. Oh, shit. I have no idea, bro. Do it up. Agrelo Luján de Cuyo. Culo? No, Cuyo. Replace the (laughs) L with a Y. Cuyo. Okay. 1,030 meters above sea level in the foothills of the Andes. Since the 70 years, our family fell in love with these lands and took as challenge the cultivation and the creation of wines of great quality. Okay, let's hope it tastes better than it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Intense ruby red color, aroma of cherries with subtle notes of pepper and soft touches of wood. There you go, Beth. And the, I like soft wood. That's I only right. like soft balls. And the Oh, right. And the flavor is soft on the palate, cherry and cassis, C-A-S-S-I-S. Sure. And it's unctuous and persistence. This is a deep red. It's very deep red. Instead of purple. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah. There, there it, it is. is. <laughs> God damn it. Some nice legs on here. No shit. What do you think? Uh, After that face. Meh. Yeah? I wouldn't look for it myself, but if somebody had it and poured me a glass, that'd be okay. Yeah, I think I would buy it. Yeah? Yeah. It's like that nice level of acidity. Um, it's nice and... Okay, you love the wines that make me cringe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I I think it's great. I'm going to... Yeah. 
I'm going to pace myself on this <laughs> one. <sighs> okay. Should we move on to some minor updates? Mm. Yes? No? Mm-hmm. Mm, yes? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Minor or major Let's ones? tell our biffs. We um, have some exciting projects coming to you soon, right? We just did a recording with another podcast, which was great. We're going to be featured with them. We don't want to give too much away just yet. And then um, hopefully they'll be featured with us relatively soon also. Um, Not hopefully, they will be. They will be. Um, And hopefully it's sooner rather than later. That's what I mean. Um, And we're in talks with other podcasts Mm -hmm. to see what's going on. If you haven't joined us on our TikTok um, page, channel. I don't TikTok, so. The TikTok we got videos. Join us on our TikToker. Yeah, join us on our our talk that ticks. If you're if you're not following us there, make sure that you do at Elevisa Podcast because I don't know we're having too much fun going back and living <laughs> podcasts we don't remember. So <laughs> it is actually it's fun. pretty great. Any other updates? No, I don't think so either. Why did I feel like we had more? I don't know. All right, you want to give advice? We have a new columnist we found oh right this week mm-hmm. who we got good question <laughs> if only she were prepared for her podcast we have harriet cole from uxpress.com hello harriet is that the sense and sensitivity column yes it is thank oh, you you're very welcome <laughs> this is from november 20th 2021 Boyfriend shares partner's secret with his mother. Betrayal. <gasps> Wait, what? let's actually see what the secret is. Because if he's got an ingrown toenail, it's really not that big of a oh, deal. Oh, the one toe hair. <gasps> oh, <laughs> we'll never forget that <laughs> one. <laughs> never. Because I just need to know to this day. We need to know who that... Do you like, remember what that columnist was? So we can... It was one of our faves. Yeah, it must have been Prudy or something. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Slate, I think it was Slate. it must have been Prudy. Dear Harriet, my boyfriend told his mother one of my biggest secrets. The two of them are very close, but I'm deeply upset with him for repeating something I asked him to never share. I feel deeply betrayed and embarrassed. At first, I felt angry enough to consider a breakup, but I've since calmed down. Would I be overreacting if I never told him another secret again? What would the correct response be? Signed, betrayed. Well, that's no fun. Yeah. We need to know the secret. Yeah. I wanted the secret. The yeah. second you started reading that, I was like, oh, shit. That's why we picked this question. Let's make one up. Okay. For the sake of this question, let's make up the What would you be embarrassed or betrayed for your boyfriend telling his mother, not your own mother? What would you be embarrassed and betrayed for me telling my mother? Let's go there because I share everything with my mom, except the things I don't want her to know, obviously. But Probably some weird sex fetish stuff. I wouldn't want Gretis to know. Yeah, but you don't have a lot of that either. I know, but if there was a secret that you ever shared with Gretis that I got upset about or embarrassed about. It would be something in that It would be, yeah. So, Like she sticks her finger in my butt and sniffs it. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing where I'm like, now I have to go look at your mom and she's all she's going to do is <laughs> picture me sniffing my fingers. You couldn't have said like water sports or something <laughs> or dominatrix or like. No, that's not you, embarrassing. You had to go with like that fucking video from the 2000s and like stiff, stick a finger in the ass and smell it. Do you remember that fucking video? That, no. It was like viral when we were kids. <laughs> no. 
it was like Adam films or something, and it was this redhead animation, and he just kept sniffing his finger. Ew. And like, like every time. You don't remember no, that? I don't. Oh my God. We're going to have to find it later. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but that's the only thing that would embarrass me. Okay. And I told my mother that you were into poke and sniff. That's the official name for it now. Yeah. Would you be overreacting if you never shared the secret with me again? I I think that's extreme. Yeah, but broken trust is broken yeah, trust. Yeah, no, I think it's extreme. Overreacting? I don't think that's for you to gauge, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, the person's going to feel and react with what they feel is appropriate. And would you, I don't think you're overreacting, but I, I don't necessarily agree that that's the right answer, but that's me assuming that this is your first breach, right? Your first or only breach or whatever it is. Like you're not, it's not something that you encounter regularly with this person. This person was constantly. Yeah, but does that matter if it's something that's like, I'm wildly embarrassed and feel actually betrayed? Does it matter if that was the first or third time? No. I don't think it does. I think I was just talking on my behalf, like how I would kind of handle something like that. But yeah, I've never been in a position where my deepest, darkest fear was revealed to my potential in-law. Right. You know? Right. So would you be overreacting? And I guess I would say no. You feel hurt and betrayed. I don't think that you'd be out of line saying like, I'm not telling you anything ever again, but do you want that kind of relationship is the question from me. Do you want that relationship where you can't share right. anything with right. your partner? Because is that a relationship at that point? Or is that just roommates? No, I agree. But also, she's not the one that broke their trust. Right, right, right. No, but I'm just asking her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is me just asking questions. If it's somebody so that you can't you share. are you saying you'd potentially consider breaking up with somebody if they broke your trust like this? No. Oh, so. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm playing, I'm flipping it around. I don't. Like I said, I, I've never been in a situation where my darkest secret was revealed to my potential in-laws. But like, would you be overreacting if you didn't want to share a secret with them? No, if it's your deepest, darkest secret and it, you're that embarrassed and mortified by it and, you know, and that's that's on you. Like, not on you that the secret was pulled, but on you, the way that you feel about it. You know, no, I, I've never been in that type of situation. I guess what I'm really asking is like, you know, you're or saying that you're right to feel the way that you feel. And if you feel like you can't trust this person to tell them, you know, your, your big partner, secrets. you know, your big secrets, is that the type of relationship that you want to be in? So yeah, maybe, maybe I would consider that. Maybe I would weigh what I really want out of a relationship. Can I trust you? You know, if this secret's big do enough to Do you feel like, like this is going to happen again? Or do you think this was a one-time thing? There's, yeah, that there's sort of, yeah. That kind of stuff matters, you know? And that's also, why I was kind of saying, like, if this is the first time they've betrayed your trust and it's something you can kind of get past, then it might be extreme, but you need to impress on them. Like, you know, I really told you in confidence, whatever. And you can be mad for as long as you want, you know? But it's also not me saying, like, if this is the first time, you should be fine. No, we don't know what the secret is or the right, level yeah, of... Yeah of betrayal that this person feels based on that. So what do we feel if our partner told their mother one of our big secrets, but we never found out that they told their mother? 
is it a big deal for him to be talking to his mom or no? Is it just a big deal? Because now we know that mom knows. So now it changes the whole game. Well, I want to know what the fuck's going on that he didn't learn his mom's secret for shutting the fuck up, right? Because she's not telling anybody if we never found out, right? Does it matter? Like, is he in the wrong for talking to mommy or is he in the wrong for letting his girl know that he was talking to mommy? He's in the wrong for talking to mommy. I'm just, I want my child to come to me for everything. Yeah. Even if it's like, mom, this boy likes to put his finger in my butt and smell it. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I want my child to be comfortable enough to trust me. Yeah. To come to me with these things. And if it's something that mom, you'll never believe what this motherfucker likes to do in bed. Mm -hmm. Or if it's like, mom, I don't know how to handle this. I don't want him anywhere near my sphincter. (laughs) And I get so grossed out when Mm -hmm. he starts sniffing his finger, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that brings in the question as to, you know, is this, did he approach his mom with like a, I can't believe, like right, a like, negative reaction? Right, or, or like, what the fuck just, do I like, do? Or, or was like, he just gossiping? Right. So it just, there's it a just, lot. It's, it gets a little I'm muddy, thinking, no pun intended. Y- yep. You know? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, are we mad at him for telling mommy? Or are we like, bro, why the fuck did you tell your girlfriend that you told your mom? I think I'd be mad at him for telling mommy, first of all because I, I'm i trusting you. It, it's up to you how you hold that trust. You know what I mean? And it's up to me to be able to assess that level of trust I have in you. I need to be confident. For me to tell you, I'm confident that you're not going to tell anybody. So yes, you told mom, and yes, you betrayed me. So I'm gonna be upset about it. Right. If you told mom and I never found out, well, then I never found out, and you just better hope I never do. Right. But there's nothing you can do there. You know, it's all circumstantial to me. You know, if you don't know what what happens, you know, I'm not throwing in the adage, what you don't know won't hurt you. What I really mean is we're all kind of asking what if on every aspect of our relationships and, you know, in every way. Right. So I, I would treat it in that respect where it was just like, what if doesn't matter? It's not relevant here. This is what it is versus this is what it appears to be. Yeah, let's see, because I agree with you. Oh, really? Yeah, but I also, I don't think I'm mad at him for talking to mommy. Yeah, I just don't I am. think I am. I think, like, how the fuck did your girl find out that you told your mom? <laughs> she said but something. Just, she must have said something. I feel like it's... It's also, like, that way, too, know, like, finding out, like, oh, I mentioned to my mom, and he said it innocently, like, he wasn't feeling like he was betraying the trust either. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. Other like part. I didn't know, like my bad. Sorry, I didn't I really think, didn't think it was this that was a big, big deal. deal. Right, right, right. Let's oh, see. Shit. We just need the freaking secret. I know. What is it? I know. Did you kill someone? Good lord. Because then I'd be telling my mom too. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, we just ain't telling mama where the body is. Mm-mm. Ride or die, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dear betrayed, the problem with secrets is that too often that confidence is betrayed there always seems to be someone to confide in even when you have promised to keep something to yourself witness your boyfriend and his mother talk to your boyfriend and make it clear to him how upset you have been about his betrayal 
Be sure he understands that this violation of trust makes you question whether it is safe to talk to him about your innermost feelings and your most tender stories. Admit that you're doubting whether you can confide in him anymore. Ask him why he chose to share the secret with his mother after you explicitly asked him not to. Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) That part too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimately, you will have to weigh each situation to decide what you share with your boyfriend. Whenever you reveal something private to anyone, there is a chance that it will be shared with others. Sometimes it is more important to say it anyway. You will have to decide when the revelation is more important than the secrecy. Oh. oh. I like that answer. Yeah, that's a pretty comprehensive. But I also, you will have to decide when the revelation is more important than the secrecy. Yeah. Like, which is worse? My secret or people finding out my secret? Yeah, that's an interesting perspective. Right. I never would have actually come because to that myself. Because if people finding out my secret is worse than my secret, is that then my secret's secrets? not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Until people find out, then it's a big deal. I like the answer, B.F. I like the answer, but this was, I don't know. I I like the answer. I like the question, but I needed more. I need to f- know the fucking... I need, I need gossip so that I can know right. what the bullshit... Although it must be that big of a secret that she can't even reveal it anonymously. All right. True that. Good catch, B.F. Dump, dump his ass. <laughs> <laughs> but ask him first. <laughs> Why did you tell your mom? Yeah, but if we knew the secret, we might not have to ask, why did you tell your mom? Right. Because then we're going to ask, of course he told his mom. Why did you think he wasn't going to tell his mom? You're an idiot. (laughs) Pack up and leave town. (laughs) Right. This isn't on him. It's on you. It's on you, sweetie. You don't tell everybody that. No. We all got dungeons in our dragons. We're only true ride or die. Dungeons Dungeons in our dragons. (laughs) Dragons in our dungeons. I said we all have dungeons in our dragons. Oh, my God. Yeah, we all have dragons in our dungeons. We all have bears in our caves. And caves in our bears. (laughs) We're never going to get this right. Mm -mm. Next. Yes, please. This is from April 8th, 2022. And this one is called Mentor. Is it Mentor or Mentor? I go back and forth all the time because you know what? Mentor. English. Mentor. Mentor. Righto. Okay, okay. (laughs) Mentor isn't offering good advice dare is it dare or dear dare <laughs> dare right out right out i'm afraid that most of the advice that my mentor offers me is not helpful she is incredibly successful in the field that i aspire to work in but she is from a different time a lot of the steps that she took to get to where she is today wouldn't work for me I'll go to her for advice about new opportunities I've been offered, but she will usually discourage me from taking them on. I still regret not taking my chances on some of those opportunities. Do you think that it is time that I find a new mentor or should I continue to trust her advice? Signed, Menti. What is it with people leaving details out? No shit. So far in this advice column. What details do you feel like you missed? I want to know what you missed out on. What you felt like you missed out on. The job opportunities? Yeah. that it, I need specifics. You know, if you're taking a step back by taking on this job, you know, and your mentor is like, no, you're better than that. You, This is what you want to do. So let me kind of guide you in the right direction. And you're like, you're regretting it because you felt it was a stepping stone. Like, I kind of need to know that kind of information. Mm. So going blindly like this, like, should you look for a new mentor? 
well, did you talk to them first? Did you tell them that you feel like sometimes you're being misguided, that you're not being met with um, optimism? Are you asking why they think you should skip an opportunity? Right. Are you capable of making decisions for yourself after you get that guidance? And are you capable of making decisions on your own following that guidance mm. from your mentor? Mm. You know what I mean? Or are you it's just that, going in blindly like, no, oh, you know, well, if I were you, said, da, da, da. oh, okay, you're right. I'm just going to completely yeah. not do that because they just said no. Yeah, that that plays heavily, has to play heavily into this and your decision to find another mentor. Mm. It also depends on what kind of a mentor it is. Is it a family member? Is it a teacher? Is it somebody that you literally sought out to be a mentor? <laughs> like, right, do they right. know that they're they're your mentor? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is this a non-consenting like, relationship? It's like you know, it's not. Ina Garden doesn't know that she's my idol. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I got to find a new a new idol. Ina Garden use celery, like right? No, you know. So that's that's where our. That's a good point. Does that make sense? Yeah. So. I think finding a new mentor might be hasty. If that information, if those conversations haven't been had yet, that's yeah. all I can say. I think I agree and I don't agree to an extent. I was hoping you'd say, I agree and let me add, dot, dot, dot. Well, I agree, but let me add. <sighs> that dot, I dot, think dot. not everybody is is like, what's the right word I'm looking for? Conscious or if you go and you go find a new therapist, and you're going through and you're just like, this is like just not a fit for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think people are conscious of like, it's okay if you don't like your therapist. You have to have a vibe. You have to have a connection. Oh, uh, I uh, certainly agree. I agree. What's that word? Connection, a flow of... A chemistry chemistry whatever you want to call it like you have that's important i 100 percent agree you know what i mean and i feel like it's the same with all these types of cases not just specifically your therapist but any anybody that you would look to for advice or be open to learning from or whatever like i feel like people aren't they're just like i tried therapy once and it was fucking whack yeah oh and then that's it and they never go into therapy again right and when it's, it's just, like, you need, I'm sorry, you're not just, we don't mesh or whatever it is. I disagree with some of your feelings or like the way you would go about things isn't how I would. And like, we don't really think about this stuff that right. like we can, when we date, we go out, things don't click. They no don't thanks. mesh. They're, right. you like to have wine with your dinner. They think absolutely not. Like these are things that we consider. Right. And if it doesn't work out, then we go to the next one. Right. But I feel like for like these types of situations, therapy and people like that, it's like we don't keep trying until we find the one that we yeah. click with. It's, it's like, like we want the answer. We think they're we all the finally, same. We probably subscribe to the idea of mentorship or therapy, and this is the right path, so you must have the answer. Right. And we weren't a fit, so now all therapists are put into one now they're all whack they're all garbage therapy, they're all therapy is yep. right pointless and it's like no we don't think about maybe it's just maybe you just need somebody you that tell. you mesh with yeah, there's right. no one application because therapists are there's still no humans yeah they still have their own feelings and thoughts and personalities and 
these things and it's like dating therapy is like dating it's like dating actually <laughs> i've heard that it is just like dating really yeah i, I thought i was I've, being clever no I, i've actually myself. heard that. i mean <laughs> Steph, i've never heard that before that is such a great analogy thank you so much i thought i was like totally you were gonna be like oh my god beth that's so fucking true <laughs> But it, it is just like that. Like, just and me so is that mentorship, like cut and rewind, rewind and cut. Steph, that oh. didn't even sound right. Did I say Steph? You did. I need a drink. You do. I'm doing it. Biff. What was I saying? <laughs> Therapy and mentorship are. Yeah, they're they're literally maybe that's it. You know, they're just like anything else, a relationship, you know, yeah. a person to person relationship. There is no textbook that says therapy is done the right way, this way or that way. Right. There's no textbook that says a mentorship or a mentor needs to act in this capacity or this capacity or this way or this way. Everyone's going to put their own application there. It's all theory, all of life, unless you like need precise measurements like science and baking and all things like that. Right. It's all theory. Mm-hmm. It's all about learning the the basics for your own application, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you've got to ride a lot of different horses on the carousel before you find the right one. Yeah, let's see what they say. Yeah, because this, I mean, what what's our what's what's our final responsibility? <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah. Do you think it's time that I find a new mentor? Or Um, should I continue to trust your advice? If you're having regrets about things that you did or didn't do based off of advice that was given to you, Mm -hmm. you either need to speak up and say, look, that doesn't resonate with me. And they're like, oh, all right, you're right. So maybe we do go ahead and try it or whatever. Or you do just go find a new mentor. Yeah that you do vibe with your mentor is your guide that's it they are not your boss your president your dictator nothing they're your guide so your input is valid and your input matters and your destination your your not your destination but your um end game should be the only point of interest between the two of you in a formal mentorship yeah but i I mean response yeah (laughs) i agree dear mentee Sounds like it's time for you to expand your mentorship pool. Hmm. You may not need to walk away from your current mentor as she does have insights about how things have been done that may be wise to have in your toolbox, but you need someone who is more familiar with the way your industry works today. Look around to see who stands out in your field and reach out to that person to see if you can begin a conversation. Establishing a relationship with a mentor can take time. Be patient and strategic as you look to identify someone to fill that role. Meanwhile, remember that in the end, you have to make your own decisions. We hit that. It is smart to listen to counsel from people you respect, but the way to reduce your regrets is to evaluate the advice you are given against your own personal and professional yardstick and make your own decisions. Your mentor cannot do that for you. Biff, we hit that. Yeah. Real good. (laughs) Yeah. We hit that real good. Literally. And I don't disagree with any of that. No, either. That was very good. Harriet. What was Harriet's last name? Harriet Harriet, Cole. Harriet Cole. Yes. Good job, Harriet Cole. Yes. Okay. Next one. Next one is from October 19th, 2021. Hey, the day before my birthday. You're a lie. (laughs) 
October. I'm alive. Yeah, your birthday is not October. It's October. It's been October for the last 35, going on 36 years. Right, but not for the last 20, going on 25 years. Right. Mm. So sorry. Oh, but finish that sip. Mm-mm. Partner is not supportive after eating disorder disclosure. Cut him. He sucks. They suck. She sucks. Whoever, they suck. Uh, yeah, all of them. Dear Harriet, I opened up to my partner about my eating disorder and I did not get the supportive response I wanted. I have silently struggled with my eating disorder for years, so telling my partner about it was a huge deal. When I told them, their response was underwhelming to say the least. They encouraged me to start working out and find a diet plan that works for me. They didn't say anything about how I need to love and accept myself for who I am and how there's nothing wrong with me. I was disheartened by their response and a bit triggered. Am I wrong to feel so hurt by that sort of response? Signed, opening up. Hmm. Oh, that wasn't maybe necessarily cut worthy. I think immediately it's like, how do I navigate this? What is okay? What isn't okay? On the part of the partner? Yes. Okay. Being told this. Yep. With not necessarily having much insight or you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it could be a matter of like how do I navigate through this not knowing how to right um, how do I how to react to something like this if it's a, is, appropriate to react yeah. in real time what could be hurtful for me to say you've got to use that to kind of balance your 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 reaction I guess right like a measured reaction on or the way that you anticipate their reaction you've got to measure that because you don't know what people are going to say you don't know what people's stances are if they're educated if they know anything at all this one's hard for me in terms of not being supportive this is i don't know beth i know it it was tricky for me too because i wouldn't describe that as not supportive you you literally listed things that they like suggested Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so for me that is supportive I see what you're saying. They encouraged me to start working out and find a diet plan that works for me. They didn't say anything about how I need to love and accept myself. Like, I feel like... Well, the expectation put on another person to make you feel better about yourself is a lot. Yeah. You know, uh, I yeah. understand I think that's where that's coming to. from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a lot. The person's response to tell you to work out or whatever. I, I don't need to know what the specifics are, what type of eating disorder this is. Right, yeah. Encouraging bulimia. Is it um, anorexia? Is it um, yeah, someone who overeats? Eyes. Whatever. You know, like yeah. I don't need to know that. But I think in context, it would help a little bit because if they're telling you to work out and, well, I guess it works either way. So I retract all of that. It works. I just talked to myself into a different answer. Well, then I'm not needed here. <laughs> You're useless. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not necessary to kind of know all the context. The The person's offering solutions when you're looking for support. So I think that's the first thing you need to communicate with them. And you and I did a recording earlier today where we kind of talked about this. Like sometimes you don't need action. Sometimes you just need somebody to listen to you and you need that support and that validation. The validation is and huge. And that's huge, right? So you don't need somebody who's going to try to fix it or provide you a way to fix it. You need somebody to have that give you that sort of support. And this person, A, may not be versed in the right, right way to handle this type of information. 
right? Mm. But they may also have never been in a place where they needed to provide that level of support. They may not know how to. I think the benefit of the doubt matters here, especially if it's somebody who's never dealt with a partner with eating disorders or any type of psychological disorder, et cetera, in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. Because I, I think I think the disorders are different, but if somebody didn't know how to handle my generalized anxiety disorder, mm-hmm. right? And I shared that with them and they said, well, you really need to like trust you and believe in you and love yourself more and all this other stuff. I'd be like, that's great. Tell I've me heard this from know. everybody and everyone. <laughs> Do and I need whoever. to pay you for this session too? Yep, right. exactly. Or am I going to be like, well, did you, you know, they, they have grounding methods for that. So let's, let's work on grounding. Whenever you feel that, just ignore the anxiety. You just got to ground yourself and make sure like, okay, fine. You don't know how to handle that. Like, great. I know how to ground myself. You know what I mean? Right. So it's kind of like, there's no right answer. There isn't. You're either going to be like, I've heard this already. Or you're telling because you want some compassion for some reason. Yeah. And in that case, it's kind of reevaluating why you told him in the first place. Right. But based on the information that we have, I would say, talk to him, right? Is she asking? Well, what honestly, what jumped for me is like, when we, so I have more being that I'm in school for psychology, so I'm learning about disorders and stuff, but. You, you liar, you are not. I know, I knew this shit before school, <laughs> long before school. <laughs> very valid, very valid. Um, but so when the day-to-day person thinks about, you know, especially like an eating disorder, we pretty much assume that like, you're unhappy with the way you look. Right. Right. We know that anxiety, uh, eating disorders stem from deeper things than just physical appearance. Yep. But to the day-to-day person, you you think you're too fat. You think you're too skinny. You think your body should look like this. You think your body should you look have like body that, dysmorphia. right? Like that's yep. where we typically just think that eating disorders come from, yep. right? So if you're telling somebody who's probably never knowingly been around somebody with an open eating disorder and you tell them that you have one, they're probably going to assume that it's because you're unhappy with some sort of physical aspect of yourself, right? So Mm -hmm. I think for me, I'm not going to start talking to you about like, well, you look fine the way you are because you just told me like you have a whole eating disorder. And to you, that's something. Because you don't look, because you don't think or feel that you look fine the way you are. So I'm not about to sit here and tell you that you do. Right. So I don't know what to tell you because I want to tell you that, babe, what? You have the perfect body. Like, I'm not gonna say that because you're you're battling this shit actively. Right. Right. Right? So like, how else do I gently support you in this? I don't know what the fuck to say to you. What do I say? I'm so fucking sorry. I know. Do you want to go get dinner? <laughs> but you do, I know but you exactly know what, what, what you're saying. Like, he or they, I feel like we're trying to, they probably didn't know how else to support you other than these things. Yeah, some like, people do, just don't know how to respond to information or things I'm like that. I'm not going to tell you, like, oh, stop, you're just calling yourself fat. You know, you're not. We or see this you a think lot. You're, you just think you're fat. You're not. Or, you know what I mean? We see this a lot in our society where there is 
especially in woke culture, which I'm not totally opposed to, but I'm not totally for with this, with woke culture, the way that it is, where, you know, you should know what anxiety disorder is. You should know how to address people with anxiety disorder. You should know what gender identity is. And you should know how people identify and you should respect that. Like there are certain levels of that that I agree with, right? But if somebody doesn't know how to address another person based on what they're going through or who they are, or doesn't know how to treat them in that way, there is not, the assumption shouldn't be you're canceled. The assumption shouldn't be you don't know what you're doing. The assumption is, should be, maybe you're just not educated about the subject. You've never been exposed to it. This is a consideration we need to take for everything. Being educated on something and being exposed to it are two super different things. Well, how about being ignorant to it and just not knowing are two totally separate things. Oh, for things. sure. But even you know still, I mean? if we educate ourselves to disorders in any kind, yep. mental, physical, whatever, we're still not going to, if somebody comes to us and we're like, we have schizophrenia, you're not going to know in that moment. Even are you going to go I'm back and go through your on, education? Right. right. But I've never been around this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect from it, no matter how much I read on up on it. Yep. So I think there's still a difference. Like, yeah, yeah sure. Agreed. We do need to always be educated on everything in our life. Well, we should try. But that doesn't but, still. But it doesn't. What it doesn't that do. That doesn't take place for experience. Right. I agree with you 100%. I think that. But, but on the other side of it it's like it's not fair to expect that of other people when there hasn't been that exposure when there hasn't been that experience right you know like i've never lost anyone in my life knock on wood i still to this day don't know what the right thing is to say to somebody that does what's the proper thing to do say my default answer when i don't know what to do or what the response should be is how can i support you Mm. Is there anything I can do? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because that's all I can do. And my my ability and my capability as a human being, a compassionate human being, I can offer you an ear. I can offer you emotional support. And I can ask you what I can do for you. That's all I can do. Yeah. Especially if you're saying there's nothing I can do. Right. You know, if you're just coming to me to tell me because you're, we're close and you just want to disclose something to me about you that you think I should know about you, my response needs to be, I'm so sorry you're going through this, or, you know, I can't say that I I understand, but I am definitely here to support you. What can I do to help you through this? Or is there anything that I can do better to help you through this? Yeah. That's huge. That's important. That matters. It's validating them, but it's also letting them know that you're there, you're listening. And that's it. That's all you need to do at that point. I cannot stress enough how much validating somebody fucking does. Fuck. I, if you agree, you, don't agree. If you know what they're talking about, you could have no fucking clue what they're even talking about. And you just simply saying like, yeah, I get it. Or I'm fucking sorry. Or you're like, I totally friggin' hear you. Right? Like, that's all you have to fucking do. The that's reward, it. the reward unvalidating someone not that there On should both be ends. not that there should be but the reward is understanding it's just bizarre how far a simple little tiny yeah that really does sound super fucking shitty i understand or just I i'm listening mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're so active listening right. that's that's acknowledgement that's validation like men I'm 
She's looking at the camera. <laughs> I'm tell telling them, you. Tell them, Beth. The next time your wife starts nagging at you and you look at her and you say, yeah, I totally fucking hear what you're saying. She's probably going to throw her hair in a ponytail and it's not going to be to start swinging on you. Okay. Like. That's just her being done. For No, that's her about to drop to her knees. Oh. If I'm nagging at you and you stop and you validate what I'm nagging. Oh, oh. I'm throwing my hair. I'm in connecting the dots. Yeah, you don't have a um, ponytail to throw your hair in. That's but. probably <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, okay, so thank I you. think for every situation, that's it. That's all we need is mm-hmm. some sort of validation. And I feel like probably for this situation, I think that was probably their best way of trying to validate me without knowing how to navigate this. I also, I don't know the what they were looking for their partner to say back to them mm-hmm. is a little bit telling. And I, you mentioned this. Yes, because that's that's literally you looking They didn't for... say anything about how I need to love and accept myself for who I am and how there's nothing wrong with me. Like that. I agree that that, that should like, have kind of been a response, but I also don't agree that that's what you were expecting. Like you were only giving information to get sympathy answer back yeah for you to get um, so i don't know this is that bothers me a little bit there's motive there and it's little like that's very listen i don't want to be canceled i just want to be totally honest and forthright there's a little of manipulation there that's just really specific yeah it wasn't any like he didn't even tell me like he's sorry or like he you know wow that must be very friggin hard or difficult or challenging to live with or i'm so sorry you've gotten here or no this was very specific like you're beautiful he didn't tell me that like nothing is wrong with me or that i just need to like that i'm okay the way i am he didn't tell me those things right like he probably didn't know what the fuck to tell you first of all and to this writer we're not against what you're saying we're just going off of the information we have People feel loved and supported in so many different ways. Absolutely. And maybe you need that type this of validation from your person. Of affirmation. You know, you kind of need that and it, and it is what it is. Or maybe there's but some sort like of insecurity in some respect. But to hold it against him yeah. that he didn't use the words that you were looking for. It's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair that partner is not supportive after eating disorder disclosure. Like I wouldn't, that's they are it's not fair they weren't just like get over it yeah they just they responded with the way they knew how to yeah the that's, only way they saw was the right way and and that's yeah i agree with you this is the only yeah the, because it's touchy it's, eating disorders we think about you obviously aren't comfortable with the way you look with the way you feel like whatever it is so what the fuck right i'm not about to tell you what do you mean you yeah. look fine but i mean his answer i i still think his answer could have been a little bit more compassionate. I, I agree. Think, right. But I wouldn't say he's not supportive. We wouldn't say his answer came out of malice, right? Yeah. Let's see what Harriet says. Dear opening up, congratulations on opening up about a, a sensitive topic. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry that your partner didn't understand how to respond to you. That does not mean that they are uncaring. 
It likely means that they may not know much about eating disorders and were therefore ill-equipped to say the words that would resonate well with you. You know that your favorite things are to say in his type of coming out because you have been struggling with your eating disorder for some time. It sounds like either through reading or some professional intervention, you have learned that the cure is more about self-love and acceptance than anything else. Your partner probably doesn't know that. What you may want to do is open up a bit more, share what you can about your journey, the difficulties, the highs, the lows, and where you are now. You can also refer your partner to some reading to help them understand your condition better. The end. Perfect. Exactly what we said again. Only we made it way longer. We always do. We always do. (laughs) That was great. That was a good one. Um, that 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 is a really touchy subject for so many people. I know that when I when I heard that, I was like, oh, uh oh. Yeah, when I saw <laughs> at least for myself, I was like, mm. yeah. Do you have one more? I do. We have a little bit of time. Okay. Former bully tries to make nice. Oi. September eighth, twenty twenty one. Cut him. <laughs> <laughs> With your words. (laughs) Uh, Or not. Or not. Dear Harriet, a girl who used to go out of her way to be rude to me is now trying to be my friend on social media. I've never been one to hold a grudge, but I do remember how awful she used to make me feel for no reason at all. Do you think she may have ulterior motives by trying to be friends all these years later? Or could it be guilt? Friends with old bully. Atonement. Guilt guilt um trying to make up for the past i grew up i grew up i have kids i'm an aa i'm the reasons are plenty and they're bound but just because that they're extending a hand does not mean you need to accept it true right true you can say if they come up and they say i'm sorry for all those the ways i treated you in high school and yada 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 you know, it's a thank you or, you know, or you turn around and you ignore them. But thank you is the adult response. Mm-hmm. And then you carry on with your life. Go about your day. Yeah. If they're trying to forge a relationship with you and you don't want to, you need to be a grown up and say, I don't want to. Right. <laughs> no, thank you. Right. No, thank you. Just like you teach me. A, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> we don't spit in people's eyeballs. <laughs> anymore (laughs) and expect them to like us right no thank you (laughs) no thank you so did i cover it (laughs) ironically the story we were telling in the beginning of this episode with the redheads Mm -hmm. i actually apologized to one of them years and years later oh really Mm -hmm. oh i didn't i knew you apologized to someone i didn't know it was them yeah one of them um I, the one who was embarrassed by it. No, actually. No. No. Oh. I didn't. That's a different story. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> I. Uh, so I was, you know, we. I was not the greatest person in high school. I wouldn't necessarily call myself a bully, but I was definitely a bitch. Right? So. Right. <laughs> so this, that particular situation mm-hmm. i wasn't trying to embarrass them per se mm-hmm. i genuinely was curious yeah 
in, then you had no filter back right then. i'm not asking you in front of the entire class to embarrass you i'm asking you because it just came into my head and now i need the answer right so i'm wait is that true mm-hmm. right so it wasn't until way later when i was actually i think actually ironically enough he had added me on facebook or something oh really yeah that's so and weird. so i accepted it and then i think it was just sometime after that i had seen a post or something so i was like remember that time you told me that your curtains do match (laughs) the carpet does match yes the carpet matches the drapes like my bad you know Mm -hmm. and they were like oh dude no big deal at all like so i probably apologized to the wrong one because he was the one that was like yes (laughs) do." (laughs) he turned around he was like of course they both yes do they both yeah um, but the other person's a different story too, right? Yeah. That one goes a little bit deeper than that. Yeah, for sure. But um Yeah, but I I'm not I wouldn't have like had any ulterior motive to like I randomly you came across people you may know and you're like, oh fuck, I do. Yeah. Cause I fucking embarrassed you in seventh grade mm-hmm. in math class. Like, let me just let you know my my bad. Like yeah. I didn't forget about that. Or whatever. Like, I'm not necessarily, like, trying to hang out every day. Yeah. But, like... I'm just letting you know I'm acknowledging that I was a piece of shit in high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's way easier to do that on social media than when I see you at the grocery store. Yeah. So I don't... I don't think that this is all coming from... What would be your ulterior from, motive? I know. You know, like, are, years you, are you the head later, of the PTA and like, that kid can get into something? Or are you... True, <laughs> you right, know what I true. Mean? <laughs> but that's just not... The, that's not... I'm not getting any of that. This right. is just somebody who's like... You came up in my people you should know and you're like, right. oh, fuck, I do know that. Yep. Matter of fact. Yep. And you can accept or decline. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. It's as simple as that. Even if they had an ulterior motive, you just saying like, oh, thank you for apologizing or whatever... That's not gonna. And then if they push it, just being like, I'm not just, really interested in getting anything or just more out of this relationship. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious what the answer is. Yeah, Do I you have am more too. to say. I don't think I can. I think, I think we've actually said everything. <laughs> There's literally no other. No, there isn't. Yeah, they didn't mention any other things that would like. Oh, maybe it is ulterior motive. You know what I mean? There was nothing that would lend to that. You right. know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm a substitute teacher at their kid's school. Right. Or, now my child their and their child teacher. are friends. Or, yeah. yeah. None of that. All right. Let's see. Dear friends with old bully, you do not have to befriend this woman. At the same time, you can take a look at her social, social media posts to get a sense of what type of person she has become. What are her posts like? Is she kind and thoughtful, mean and snarky, extremely outgoing, thoughtful? What is her online persona like? Get a sense of who she is and how she interacts with people before you make a decision. I say this because kids do grow up and sometimes their bad behaviors do not make the journey to adulthood with them. I know this firsthand. There was a girl at my school when I was a child who was very mean to me. She teased me all the time about every little thing. I felt like I was her target, and I didn't like that. I moved away and built my life, and all was fine. Then I realized that she had become good friends with my sister. I couldn't believe it at at first. As I observed, I saw how she had become a very kind, upbeat, and thoughtful woman. 
Chances are she doesn't even remember how she used to treat me. While I will not say that she and I are friends now, we are friendly and we are quote-unquote friends on social media. I never had to say a word to her about the past. Evaluate your situation as an adult. This will help you decide if you should be allowed to join your online friends circle or not. Yeah, I I think we kind of left out that, like, see what kind of person they are now. And yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I didn't either. But I don't think it's absolutely necessary either. You're obviously harboring, harboring some sort of feeling for it. If you feel strongly enough about it, it doesn't warrant you going into. If you don't even know if they're genuinely apologizing to you yeah. or not, like... Yeah, if you don't feel probably that. Probably not somebody you need to be a friend with. Sometimes it's okay to trust your instinct. Mm, that part. That part. Yeah. Those were fun. Yeah. Good old Harriet. I liked the first her time responses. We ever did, I did, because she matched with us. She matched with <laughs> us, but she also was short and to the point. Yeah, it's true. I found that um, You Express has a couple of other advice columnists that maybe we want to look at going forward. But, oh, good to know. Yes, but I do miss some of our regulars. So Always. Yes. Especially Prudy. Oh, I love Prudy so much. And Carolyn. Carolyn. And Kiki. I do love Who Kiki. Who doesn't love Kiki? That's the show that we have for you guys today. Yeah. Yeah, I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you stick around for the fun things that we have coming Ooh, up for you we have some fun things it. no um and and more and that's it and honestly please for the love of everything good and holy send us your questions comments all your concerns we want to know what you want and your wine on. and your wine we want to we're running out of <laughs> we're pulling bottles out of our ass here <laughs> <laughs> i don't I pun don't, and no pun I don't think that that's totally accurate, but, <laughs> but yeah, send us your wine recommendations. Mm. Please not too sweet. We'll die, uh, but we'll try it maybe. We will. And send us We've drank your, worse. Send us your questions where we want to give you some advice too, you know, at your... Yeah, we sh- we've proved ourselves. I think so. We've never been way off. We haven't been canceled yet. Well, we also... We haven't been canceled yet. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's at your your own. Um, what is it? Risk. Yeah, that's it. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Shit. Well, I know all the big words. <laughs> that's true. It's very fucking God true. Damn it. Send us your questions, comments, and all your concerns. Illadvisedpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us online at illadvisedpodcast.com. And also on TikTok and Instagram, Facebook. Ill advised the podcast. Look at you, Biff, moving on up past the Twitter. I know. It's because you said it in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a warning. (laughs) You'll get lashings if you say Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) No Uh, Twitter. No Twitter. Right out. Right out. Okie dokie. (laughs) And you guys are fantastic. You're wonderful. Thank you for all of your support. We love Mm. you so, so much. And thank you for listening. You've been ill advised.